For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing great. This is the uh, the, the post-conference league celebratory episode because I know Jesus, Andy... That, is... that sounded very enthusiastic. I think too enthusiastic for, for our standards. Well, <laughs> I don't think we need to bring up again how you and I feel about this competition. Okay, we're going to keep it positive. So, hooray, Roma are on to the next round. The knockouts. Uh, maybe they will draw a team from a country I have heard of, or at least have traveled to. Um, whether it be, even if I've had a layover there, I can live with that. Um, I don't want to be uh, uh, facing, you know, these Ukrainian sides. So, again, Andy, I, what am I supposed to deduce from a match like yesterday? Because it is interesting, all right? So, if we win, like like Roma did yesterday, okay? When you win, it's considered not a big deal, yeah? But when they lose, particularly in the manner they did against uh, Bodo Glimt, okay? Uh, it, it, it's... Uh, chaos, disaster, Armageddon is on uh, on the on the way. So when you look, when you kind of just step back and analyze it, it it's like, okay, well, you gain nothing really just in terms of the environment and the enthusiasm surrounding the team by winning, okay? But lose, and it, uh, it, it sort of piled on to the other negative things that are going on here. Now, of course, this is... I don't know if this is necessarily exclusive to Roma, but it's certainly experienced at a at a stronger degree at Roma. I don't think anybody would deny that. So I, I guess it's weird to come on here and you know talk up a match like yesterday where they do win in dominating fashion. So if there is one thing that I think all of us could agree upon, regardless of what you think or how you feel about the Europa Conference League, okay? They at least won in dominating fashion, and I would even say that four to zero was a tad bit flattering to Zoya because I mean I I felt as if it was another match where they missed chances. Tammy, um, he missed a couple. All right, there were a few others throughout the match. So four, we could have been looking at a five or six to zero result in my Very opinion. Very two of the penalty. Yes, the penalty. So, uh, again, another match where they waste opportunities. But, of course, 4-0, to zero, nobody's going to sit here and complain about lack of attacking mechanism. So, give me your thoughts on this. Because I know our friends from uh, uh, Norway, the ones who love to have a go, especially at you when you call them Norwegian electricians, Ukrainian yeah. plumbers, <laughs> whatever, Finnish, uh, 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 Finnish accountants, okay? Yep. 
it is weird because, all right, you lose and it's chaos. You win and nothing really happens. So it's more, you know, you have everything to lose, but not much to gain. So is that kind of how you feel about it too? It's just weird for me because I don't really know how much I should actually deduce from all of this. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I said it the last time out that from a game like Genoa, you could not really draw any conclusions. You could only draw conclusions from the matches after that. And this time was the first game after the Genoa game. And, and you win again. You you have a nice scoreline. But it's true. It's it's difficult to, to tell, you know, how, how much of it is... Um, how much of it really matters? How much, you know, it's our merit? And and um, as you say, there is, you know, it's uh, light and day between what happens when we lose, what happens when we win. Um, you know, if you tune into local radios today, or if you look at the articles, I mean, you you have a completely different view than what you what you would have had, say, forty eight hours ago. Um, all of a sudden, Zagnolo is back to being, you know, the engine of the team. He's back to being the star of the team. Uh, the attack is the the main bright spot of this team. When you know, after uh, Venezia, it was the the most terrible, <laughs> the most terrible, the most disappointing. And uh, Zagnolo is does is dysfunctional and blah blah blah. And so it's a uh, yeah, it's it's um. It's it's very difficult to say. Uh, you know, the these I mean, from this group stage should have been handled like yesterday, you know, from 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 every single game should have been that. It wasn't against Bodo. We struggled twice and um, you know, we we are looking maybe at more ma- matches because of it, which is a pain in the ass. Um but yeah, I mean this is you know, it's it's always it's. I think it's always encouraging to see these 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 wins, um, even against lesser opposition. You you see a team that can still you know can still play good football, um, can still build chemistry, can still have fun. Yesterday they were having fun. It was pretty clear that they were having fun, yes. and um, everybody enjoyed themselves. Sometimes you need those games. You need games where you're not all tense. And you're not all caught up in the rain in Liguria, and you're, you know, you you have uh, this referee doing that, and then you know the threat of an injury looming over you because the weather conditions are shit. Yesterday the weather conditions were shit, but yeah, I was just it about was to say, yes. yeah, yes, but it was just it was it you know it still it was just it felt different. It was a it was a much more relaxed game. Everybody was, you know, there were a few changes here and there. And everybody embraced that, um, and you know there was the, the so many storylines. You know the storyline of Abraham missing sitter after sitter, and then scoring a brace and a bicycle kick, and uh, the the seventeen year old making his all time yes. senior debut. And I mean, you know, so a lot of good stuff um, that you can take away from this game. Even Mourinho was in a great mood. Uh, even even was... Mourinho, even Mourinho, yeah, praised, I mean, uh, praised shooting players, down yeah. King Maida with the uh, yeah. Zaniolo yeah. stuff. Yeah, and but... I thought the words um, uh, after uh, just the way he was kind of talking about the debut and just how football is for everybody. I thought that was nice too. You you know, usually we don't see uh, 
Oh yeah, we don't see Mourinho compare, kind of yeah, stepping compare, back compare, and acting compared so. Compared to what uh, we saw, yeah, yeah compared to what I, I mean, we saw three weeks this is ago. A cranky guy. Compared to what we saw three weeks ago or a month ago, uh, this was definitely you know the most heartwarming version of Mourinho so far. Um, you know, maybe he's warming up to the holiday s- season, you know, and and just trying to be a good guy so that he get get as many Christmas gifts as he can. Um, yeah. But it, it, you know, it's yeah, well, sure. Though. He's trying yeah. to. He's trying to, yeah, definitely. He's gonna, you know, he he is going to send a few letters to to Santa, um, <laughs> and but 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 yeah, you know, you again, you you just need sometimes these games where mm, everybody is more more relaxed. Players, the coach, the fans, everybody sort of takes these games in. They enjoy themselves. They have fun, but you move on. And once again. The important thing is the next game, and really it is because um, you want to build a, a nice streak to to get yourself going. Because if you if you know if you, it, it's pointless to to win two games and then hit the wall once again. You know it's uh, it's pointless. And and for a team like Roma, even yesterday you saw it. How much, for example, Zaniolo wanted to score. How much uh, Abraham wanted to go back and, and and score more than one goal and. You just and, and Carles Perez to take this opportunity, score. Uh, you you have to. This team really needs these good moments. They they need stuff that goes in the right direction because they they are clearly tired of everything sort of falling apart when when they least expected, uh, when the expectations are you know uh, through the roof or you know it's just this team needs a, a, a winning streak um so that they they build confidence they are able to to build chemistry they don't get discouraged because again this team is you know it's uh it's bipolar you know this team goes from if something doesn't go their way they just sink lower and deeper and deeper and deeper and if Things go their way, and they see like yesterday. Oh, look at it! You know, we're tr- Zaniolo wants his goal, and and he's trying, he's trying. And once he gets it, you see the whole team sort of with you know a big sigh of relief. You can feel the enthusiasm. You can feel the the the, the pressure just drop. Oh, finally it happened, you know. And then Abraham, Abraham is missing sitter after sitter. Can he do something about it? Yes, he can. Wow, fantastic. And and that helps them. That helps them a great deal. They they look up. They 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 celebrate. It's it's football. You know, it's sport. You need those moments. And and Roma um, handle the the bad moments. Of, oftentimes they handle them very badly, and and they get discouraged very easily. But then when they get that small boost, that small satisfaction, sky's the limit. Because as we said time and time again. This team is not hopeless, you know. It's a it's a work in progress. There are you know numerous pieces that don't fit. There are numerous pieces that w- they will probably move on from in, in the summer. But there is also undeniable potential in 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 certain players, and for that potential to to start, you know, to start being unlocked in the proper way that allows it to flourish, um, you need those good moments and. What I can take away from a game like this, where you you know you you play at home, 
you're comfortable. You play against really a, a, a minor team that even in, in the you know pre-match interviews and conferences it was like they came out defeated basically and um, hoping for a miracle and 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 that's what it was. But but what you can take away from a game like that is is that feeling, that feeling of oh we're playing well, oh we can do this, oh you know if we do this right. We, you know, we we get a goal. We we get the we get the three points. We get satisfaction out of it. So that not everything. This is you know that all the work that we do in training then doesn't go into the garbage like like Mourinho said before Genoa. Not every you know not everything. What would we do? We can still work on it. A guy like El Shirawi, look at, look at him. He's he's growing into a more of a starting role. Mkhitaryan finding his footing more of a, as a midfielder. You know, it's it's interesting. These are things that you try out in training, and you want to see them uh, work out in in games. And when it happens, the whole team prob- most likely changes the way they want to play, the way they want to approach the next game afterwards, because they know, oh, Pellegrini is not there, or Cristante is not there. Okay, Mkhitaryan has, you know, he's got it. Um, he can do this and that and that. And um, oh, Mikitarian plays further back. Then we have El Shirawi who can slot in as a as a as a starter. Or we have Carles Perez who just got his goal, and that's that's good. That's really good. And 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 these are these games are meant for that. They're not meant to discourage you even further, like the loss to Bodo did. Um, <laughs> Where right. you know the blow was so big and just the, the, the it echoed um, game after game afterwards. It's just you these these small little seemingly meaningless games, meaningless wins. They do have uh, their own impact. Yeah, we also saw uh, we had a sighting of Chris Smalling returning to the starting eleven. I guess that in and of itself, nope. the mere fact that he was able to uh, make it through a match without being stretchered off or uh, tearing his hamstring, another positive. Kumbula, uh, I'm mystified by how this entire thing with him has played out. Uh, again, it seemed like we were ready to pour the dirt upon his. I still, I still think he, his his sort of his stay at Roma, his uh, his time at Roma is very weird. It's bizarre. It is tr- so weird. I, I guess that's that speaks pretty much. It's a great metaphor, really, for how he uh, even arrived at Roma. Because I will never forget, literally, interviewing his agent at seven. Yeah. Okay, seven. there is nothing with Roma. Nothing. Nothing going on. He goes. He goes. Gianni Vitali. He goes. Yeah, there's nothing with Roma. Okay, and then two hours later. When it started to leak out, I go, Gianni, what the fuck, man? He goes, I don't know what to tell you. Two hours ago, we didn't have anything, and now yeah. we're wrapping it up. I go, well, now I look like the world's biggest asshole. So yeah, you did. thanks for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I took a patch on that one. That was great. But, hey, that, but it's I guess weird. that it's sort weird. of it's... speaks to, yeah, you know, like th- the way he arrived. It, it's, it's just so weird because... <laughs> I mean, this guy goes from, okay, you're not interested. Uh, We wrap it up in the same day. He lands literally less than 24 hours before they signed all of the paperwork, okay? And then, okay, first uh, first season under Fonseca, 
it's weird because he doesn't start. He takes some time. Well, first of all, I mean the 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 you know the prologue to that is as an eighteen year old, he was a reliable starter for Juric's Hellas Verona. Yes, and he was arguably the be- the be- best defender in in a really good defensive team. A very good defensive team. I mean, his boyhood club. It's he's an interesting character, man. Just <laughs> for that, he he plays for the. Uh, um, Albanian national team. He is born in Veneto, and it, 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 Hellas Verona is his boyhood club. That is just a very uh, unique set of circumstances. Um, but I mean, Albania, Veneto, are they really so different? I don't know. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Um, but... Under Fonseca, okay, it's really weird because it seems like he goes in and out, right? He he's he's not an undisputed first choice player. I don't think really any of a, any of us expected him to be an undisputed first choice because we had early on, uh, we had Ibanez. He comes on pretty strong uh, under Fonseca. You already had Mancini, you had Smalling, so I don't think it really surprised anybody that this guy, you know, they eased him into things. But then Mourinho comes. It seems early on, at least. I mean, how how many even substitute appearances did he have early? Because I can't remember him playing a prominent role at all early on in this season. It seemed like he was on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, majority uh, of the time. Uh, and, and staying there. I mean, it's not as if he was even coming on, uh, on as a substitute. It just seemed like he was kind of, um, I don't want to say a forgotten man, but certainly not one that Mourinho was ready to rely heavy upon. And we all know what happened after Baldo. He 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 pretty much annihilates uh, you know anybody at Roma under the age of twenty four, uh, of which Kumbula is. So he goes from uh, not being called up. He goes in the stands after that disaster in Norway to now uh, starting in the back three. Now part of me thinks, okay, well that's simply because uh, Smalling has Smalling injured his. Uh, his hamstring made of uh, 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 cardboard, okay, for the millionth time. And, okay, once he returns, everything will kind of go back. But I have to tell you, I don't know because he has looked good. And, again, I, I, I understand and realize and I admit that they are playing a Ukrainian side. So uh, should he be good against them? Yes. But you know what? This was a guy who was not even No, but he was up. good against Genoa. What he exactly? That's where I was going with this. This this is a guy who was not even called up. Okay, a few weeks ago, goes from sitting in the stands, starting against Genoa, doing very well against Genoa. I looked at some of the ratings, and I I think I looked at who scored. And of the three defenders, he was rated the lowest between Mancini and Ibanez, which blew my mind because I thought he was the best of the three in the match. Yeah, so I, and he was playing uh, after an injury. Uh, yes. in the international break. So I mean, yeah, and 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 that you know, for me, it's so weird because this kid again, when he was one of the hottest prospects in Serie A. I mean, it wasn't like 
he came here for peanuts and and right. he came here you know under the radar of many teams no people liked him and and as you say he's a he's a, st- a regular starter for his national team yeah i mean and he was the, two and- steps away from inter by the way two steps uh yeah. lazio wanted him to i mean it's not as if I know people like to, you know uh, uh, we we tend to forget these things, but this, as you just said perfectly, I mean th- it was not as if you know this was a guy that it was viewed at the time. This was not viewed as they call it, you know, like a gamble. They, no, it was not no. People liked it. People liked it. They were like, "Oh, Roma! How how the hell did they manage to to make a deal for him so fast yeah. uh, in a competitive market?" And and again, it's it's that you know it, the kid comes in and and he has all the attributes you know of of being a really important player for Roma and the fact is that he's still what 20 is he 20 is he 21 21 he will so, be 22 in february so still yeah, okay. i mean very still, young yeah, he came very, here at 20 very, yeah very very so it's inc- yeah it's incredible that um it's just it's a very bizarre weird career trajectory because Part of him, you know, you can say, you can argue that you know, Smalling, Ibanez, Mancini are better, but then he has, you know, he, he, you know, he comes on and he, he does decently. It just he never seems to be uh, a consistent presence in this team, which is weird because I think he could be. Um, and it's not like he's, you know, another one of the dead weight, um, or at least shouldn't be looked upon like that because. Again, kid is twenty two, almost close to not even, and and he has still all the potential of the world. And I think at Roma he never really had the 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 time. There was it really there wasn't. A, a, I don't remember a stretch of like two three months where Kumbula was constantly in the starting eleven. I don't I don't think that he's had that even under Fonseca. Um, there wasn't really uh, that much. Uh, belief, you know, consistent belief in him. Um, but anyway, it's yeah, it's just it's weird. But again, these are games that are sort of good reminders that hey, you know, a guy like Carles Perez or a guy like Kumbula, they're not useless as we like to, you know, label them as or you know, and put them in 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 uh, you know, when when we write articles and we say, oh, Roma are looking to move on from these these and these players, it's always good to then. Oh, Carlos Perez can still do that. Can he can still cause problems, maybe against lesser opposition? But hey, at least somebody up front gets a rest because he plays like that. And and I think that's what that's also what what Mourinho should do. And that's why I always found weird the fact that you know here he he takes this opportunity to give a 17 year old his senior debut he he gives the opportunity to Felix and he's embracing that he's embracing the fact that he can give the opportunity to these young kids but then at the same time after after Venezia he goes on on a rant like you know yeah, like like a character like a character from the 90s and and it just goes against whatever he's doing so it's very bizarre it's this man is is two-faced you know it's like he's like tommy yeah. lee jones in, in in the batman movie uh, because oh, really gosh don't bring that one up is that that one has to isn't that no one that's universally, no unilaterally no agreed upon no 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 that's uh that's batman and robin that's afterwards the the that one is not that bad i actually have to that's that's where val kilmer is batman 
Oh, it's, right. It's, okay. it's not that bad. It, there's Jim Carrey. It's not that bad. The really bad one is with George Clooney and his uh, Clooney bad one nip- is nipples. horrific, yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that one. But that one basically killed the franchise. I'm just saying that, you know, Mourinho goes from being a guy like, you know, where where he complains about you know, the the fact that he cannot rely on his players, that their the roster is really short and blah blah. blah. But then he d- does these little things that other managers would really not do. And you know, uh, it just it's again, it's uh it's very weird. But it, these games, if you can, if they can be an opportunity to do something new, it's what Mourinho is doing. So. Uh, give a 17-year-old a chance to start, you know, give Carlos Perez uh, the full 90 minutes, you know, it's, um, it's that. So I, I, um, I like it. I hope that it, that, that the team benefits from it going, going forward that now maybe he, maybe they talked, maybe, you know, during the international break, somebody said, listen, okay, it's fine that you get pissed off after a loss, but, it's uh you know this talk of of complaining and complaining can only do so much good you know it's 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 counterproductive very counterproductive hopefully i don't have to hear that anymore because it's much better to to see yes maybe a, a team struggle go through it and but but then you see this this type of behavior and then you he says oh i you know even in, in defeat I cannot really be angry with these guys because there right. is a team spirit, there is a group, there is a sense of belonging. So you say that, why the hell are you complaining about you know a non-existent team, an unreliable team, after a loss to Venezia? See, it doesn't it doesn't work. I I think yeah. that that's well, that's the thing too. Remember, we, we I, I bring it up here a lot, but remember, uh, he he goes. He wants the midfielder. He says, okay, but you know what? I have no room to complain. The club has done unbelievable this summer. I'm done speaking of the market. And that lasted all of 30 days. Um, although I have to admit, what made me feel a bit better was, did you see Spurs, the result they had? In the yeah, 2-1, yeah. 94 okay. minutes, yeah. Um, Conte was more or less, okay, he's been there three weeks, and he was more or less doing the same thing, talking about, oh, our level is low, uh, we have a long way to go. I I forget his exact words, but they were like, he, he said something to the effect of, I'm happy to stay here. Um, but yeah, but we have to realize that this team is just not really good enough. Yeah, that's basically yes. what he said. And he also, I, I had to appreciate, he said the Tottenham, which... Instead of just Tottenham, he threw the the in there. Yeah, of which course. Is great. You, I love when foreign things. That because that. you know why? You know why? Because, because that fits the history of the Tottenham. The <laughs> the Tottenham. Oh, see, I have to admit though, once I uh, saw Conte complaining, I, I go, okay, yeah. well, you know what? These guys are kind of just yep. cut from the yeah, same yeah, yeah, cloth. yep, yep. There's they like they're brothers. Wrong. They're brothers from 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 yeah from lost yeah, mothers. I, yeah, it's... Exactly. Um, and now I resent you for uh, now I have all of those terrible Batman and Robin puns from Arnold Schwarzenegger running <laughs> in my head. Um, he plays the Mr. Freeze or whatever his name is. Just... Yes. And <laughs> the entire movie when he encounters uh, uh, Bruce Wayne, he does 
some of the worst puns. Puns, I yeah. And then and then you have heard. also Uma Thurman as Uma as Thurman. Poison Ivy. Yeah. She goes uh, from she goes from Silverstone yeah. too. She was Batgirl, the, the, a '90s. So mainstay. many, you know, like a Chris O'Donnell. That movie killed like the careers of everybody, except for Arnold Schwarzenegger and George Clooney, because they are all Arnold Schwarzenegger and George Clooney. But you look at that movie; the the entire careers, entire lives have been destroyed <laughs> by Batman and Robin. I I think you might be right, and. I totally forgot that this was uh, Joel Schumacher's work. Um, yep. Yeah, Joel Schumacher. Yeah, right after making I mean, uh, he... Falling Down, yeah, with <laughs> Michael Douglas. That's... We know how many gems that guy has made, but now I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> after that movie, I can't really think of a great no, one. He made, he... Well, he made Phone Booth. That's a really phone small, phone great phone movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. You know, that, yeah, the whole oh, movie but... about a guy in a phone booth. That's... Will, uh... Yeah. yeah. Colin, Colin Farrell. Um, <laughs> hey, that was Colin Farrell right after his sex tape leaked. Yeah, so was that just... was that was him at his peak. Okay, so yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think, what else did he uh, Joel Schumacher do? Didn't he do uh, the, the the Feldman and Hamlin? What's it called? The Lost Boys. I mean, he yeah, had a, that's uh, that was Dana before. Fire too. I mean, he had some good movies. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin I'm... did the trick, yeah. <laughs> no, I seriously, I mean, look at Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman yeah. reignites her career after Pulp Fiction, 1994. Then three years later, kills it th under, three, uh... three years later, three <laughs> years later, she does Batman and Robin. After that, she only did Kill Bill. Nothing else. Nobody besides uh, Quentin Tarantino wanted her. Just uh, mm. brutal. That that movie is horrible, I, and I completely resent you for somehow working <laughs> that into this because, um, okay, I have to get off of this. Uh, <laughs> maybe I can, maybe I'll just start googling uh, Val Kilmer when he was fat photos to what he looks like now to make myself feel better. Um, all right, well, before we go this weekend, Torino, Urich. Always a delight facing him. I don't know what it is. He has taken this Torino team, man, that for the most part, they didn't do much over the summer. Um, Not, summer no, which... until the very last minute. He was like crying. <laughs> well, well, this he was, was basically also a summer where, and he, uh, <laughs> I forget what he exactly called uh, Cairo, but he took him to task and basically said, I'm not going to say he called him a fraud or a, no, but he said something to the effect of that some people here are not serious about their work or they, you know, yes. they, they prom they make empty promises. Yeah. Yes. And he was also questioning like the financial backing of the club too. Like if there was, you know, really the appetite or the even uh, uh, the funds available for Cairo to properly invest and maintain to it, you know, but uh, I, I guess it just goes to show you Yorich, how uh, in demand and how highly thought of he is, because mm -hmm. you, you typically that is something when you basically call uh, the, the the top man a fraudster. <laughs> uh, for you not to get sacked over that really says a lot. He's taken this Torino team that really I, I, I'm trying to think. Okay, in the summer, other than um, 
come on, uh, Pragt from the, the, the he went from Sampdoria, uh, Leicester City, didn't do anything there. Now he goes to Torino on loan. Trying to think of who else they brought in in the summer. Um, I can't, nobody really comes to mind. Uh, uh Piazza, yes, Marco Piazza, and- the, the, the. The inc- I mean, that's talk about anti Chorich. The Marco Piazza had a similar career trajectory from yeah. being almost a, a Juve f- a Champions League finalist to playing for countless other teams. Well, in fairness to him, though, he was about a step away from becoming the next Milos Krasic, mm-hmm. um, and he managed to stave off that. Uh, oh, and they have Ola Aina, too. I remember. He went to, to Fulham. They go down. Player I've always liked. I, I can't believe nobody else has gone for him. Um, okay, so basically, we're more or less saying the exact same thing, except for a couple of names. They basically... Oh, uh, Bobega, too, who has been yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on loan from Milan. He's been unbelievable for them this season. Beyond a few names, okay... This was more or less the same team that I mean struggled. They were they were terrible. Yeah. Terrible last season. Last match day, I believe they saved themselves. They Something did. Oh lines. my gosh. And they have old friend Tony Sanabria. So that's that's always <laughs> nice to see. Um yikes. Okay. Seven seven goals and twenty-three appearances. So Porguinho uh is on. Uh, unless yeah. he's injured, and I just don't know about it. But uh, Porguinho watch. Um, I got to create a sound effect for that because even non-Italian speakers are starting to get on to what <laughs> this whole thing actually means. And it, it's kind of weird because you've known what it meant, everybody, this entire time. You just didn't know that there was an Italian word or phrase for it. Yeah. Now you know. So Porguinho watches on, okay? Sanabria, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that is written in the stars. And then we also have to watch because... I, I don't know what it is about this guy. I, I, it just seems like, I don't know. The fact that he was a step away from Roma, you oh, would purchase him just to, yeah. <laughs> just to spite us. <laughs> just, they got him for six months and then they sent him the fuck away. That's what they did. They, they said, unbelievable. Spalletti was like, give me one midfielder. Roma were like, okay, we're going to give Just you Rincon. Warm body. Yeah. Rincon. And then there, Juve was like, oh, you know what? We're interested in Rincon. Just to play him, I think, like five times. And, you know, it's just... And then, but hey, had, had Rincon come to Roma, we wouldn't have gotten our main man, Mr. Clément Grenier, you know? Clément. Yeah, still a free agent. Yeah, still a free agent all the nice. time. So seriously, okay. It's... Well, uh, we keep an eye on that. Um, okay, but in all seriousness, Juric. Well, I guess you could just say Torino in general, because if I'm not mistaken, the only away match they had won. We all know which one I'm going to talk about, right? The one from mm-hmm. January. Mm-hmm. Is that st- that was January this year? This year wasn't it? Fucking hell, right? I don't know. Tough? These listen. These games just you know come and well, go. You know what you want to talk about, yeah? Where they won yeah, two to zero. Of course, of course. <laughs> and if uh, <laughs> I, I have to go back and look, but there is some abhorrent stat, a statistic related to that win of Torino in relation to them. It was like the uh, they had two away wins, and I think it was like eighteen or nineteen months. Just something like tremendously terrible. And naturally, it's against 
Roma. So uh, everything yep. is in play for for this yep. one. Okay, every, every all of the cards are on the table. We just listen, don't know Yuri. Which one I mean, look, Juric will always, in my book, go down as the the coach that almost, almost made Totti's last game miserable, almost to the death. When they Remember? had nothing to play for, by the way, nothing. No, no. We, we, nothing. we, no, we had something to play for. They had exactly. absolutely zero. No, they were secure. They could have, you know, they could have sent out the 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 the, the assistant coach to play in, in goal, Juric to lead the, the striker line. I mean, it, it was. And, and everybody was there celebrating, and he he knew fully well. And this team still, they played so hard. I've never seen yeah, he a, a he team launched so Pellegrini, man. Yeah, do do we remember that Pellegrini? Yeah. He scored in that match. Yeah, and then he <laughs> so, went to Monaco, and yeah, then he gave yeah he he, 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 he gave uh, yeah he gave Genoa uh, Genoa a nice parting gift. What did they sell him for? Twenty million euros. <laughs> And yeah, then he it, took, isn't he, he's at like Milan now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on a dry loan. Yeah. Um, and that, oh my word, Nea Simone Zaz. This attack is like the broken toys. Uh, you know, like you're a child, you throw the broken toy away. Um, yeah, yeah. This, this uh, team uh, is uh, like uh, the, no, no, they're like the toys in Toy Story. You know, the toys that the boy has, he's like, he fucked them up. He took like a head here. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he just like, made them up and just, you know, tried to fit them and they're just monstrosities. A baby on like a, 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 on spider a, a soldier legs, body yeah. or something. Yeah, or or spider, spider legs. legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, Jesus, yeah. that's, that's Torino. That's, that's Yuri's Torino. I mean, it's unbelievable. Sanabria, okay. Simon Verdi, who, uh, wow. Yeah. I haven't heard that one for a while. Yeah. Uh, he tears it up at Bologna, goes to, I remember he goes Napoli. to Napoli for Napoli. Like two years, barely plays. Now he's here. Zaza, who uh, uh, died wow. after 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 A the penalty, penalty against yeah, Germany, he passed yeah. away. Although he's another one who likes to um, he likes to uh, purge Roma every now and again. Mm -hmm. um, he's weird because when he plays in a big match. He'll he'll have thirty appearances, two goals in a season. But yeah, he, like, he'll I remember do that. Yeah, for yeah. you, man, remember that wonder goal he had against of course, Napoli? against Napoli. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> like fifty yards away, fifty yards away, he scores a stunner. That one's on the table. If you remember, uh, two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen, uh, De Sanctis, where uh, Roma they win ten in a row, and then it just November arrives, and I believe the Sassuolo the match sun, yeah. is the. Uh, the first one where we all see the trajectory going down. So Sassuolo, I believe that match ended two to two. The first goal conceded De Sanctis, where he has the papera, the mistake of the century. Gets a back pass <laughs> and he waits. I don't know what the hell he was thinking, but he waits until the last possible moment when Zaza's like uh, 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 half a meter away, kicks it. Zaza jumps. It hits him, goes into the back of the net. They score. And then we remember Bedadi scored the free kick at the death, literally at the death, two to two, and the rest is history. Um, so that one on the table for sure. But it's Jodic, man. He's the one I'm worried about. I could care less who that guy has at his disposal. It doesn't matter. It's this yeah, guy. Yeah. He is such a good manager. I have to tell you, my, my opinion of him has flipped like completely from where yeah. uh, it was a few years ago when and, I thought he was total at, yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you look at, uh, you know, the points average that he has for his career and you'd put him right alongside Del Neri. Um, 
But this is a guy that really is sort of capable of of just being a pain in the ass. That's what I always say. Every time we play one of his teams, it's going to be a pain in the back because this guy is just, he puts his teams in a position to really be aggressive, to just annoy you, to be constant fouling, good pressing, uh, just a team that you don't, you cannot underestimate because they will just bug you. They'll just bug you and and hurt you. And once they see you know a, a, a weak link, they'll get on it. And and so Roma really have to be sharp. They have to be sharp. Carry on that attitude of we cannot underestimate the opponent. And really, that's the only way you're gonna get a result against a team like this where they don't this is not a te- this is a team that is desperately fighting for for to avoid relegation and no matter you know who they have at their disposal they're gonna annoy the hell out of you yeah for sure no predictions we're not doing that lessons have been learned from the past of this season uh i'm very pleased with this what is it two matches in a row that's mm-hmm. how spoiled we've become uh I'm not going to break that. There's no need for you or I to comment on any uh, potential outcome. No, we're not. We, we get enough uh, fan mail in, <laughs> from Norway uh, and other places. So that's weird. Yeah, well, especially again, anytime it's uh, Europe related, people um, from that country <laughs> they really like to make you pay for anything you've had to say in the past. So um, if there's anyone. I, I I don't know if there's many people from Torino listening. Um, but please, we accept fan mail from Torino as well. So if you have anything, uh, we do. Uh, we we do. Yeah, um, we'll just leave it at that. I'm not, I don't want to make a prediction. If look at these last two matches, there's no need to. Uh, there's no need to break or uh, you know give the footballing uh, deities any reason to despite us because of something we said. So. Uh, Andy and myself, we will be back after the weekend. What what time is this kickoff tomorrow? Do we have the late one again? Okay. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let's see. Uh, so Roma. Okay. It's not. Okay. So it's. No, 18. it's. it's, it's not, Yeah, it's okay. it's the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so, yeah. Depending That's okay. You, you, you can still, yeah. Dinner, yeah, yeah, you just, can still have dinner or at least pretend to to have something to eat. and <laughs> <laughs> Or just have your dinner ruined, um, depending on the result. We'll see. <laughs> but I, I listen, just if they can take their chances, it, it's just so weird. You said bipolar. And I think that's yeah. really that, that's really the only way <laughs> that we can describe this team. There, there, there's no sense in predicting things. No, there's no sense in trying to. No, and look at us. You you started this episode by being by saying, "Oh, we hope that you're great and everything," and now we're ending it on, "Let's hope this you know the result goes our way." Yeah, I mean, I nothing is certain. This team is just so unpredictable. Life is uncertain. Make the best of it. it. Live every moment as if it was your last carpe diem. Yeah. All right, everybody. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your. Rest of your weekend, we will be back on Monday, uh, so we will chat then. Ciao. Ciao.